This is Real Estate Rookie episode 112. My name is Ashley Kerr, and I'm here with my co-host, Tony Robinson, and we are back with another Rookie Reply. Today, we are not picking a topic. We are not pulling one off Facebook. We actually have someone that slid into Tony's DMs, and Tony, what does that DM say? Are current interest rates making you depressed about cash flow? What if it didn't have to be that way? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate where the average cash flow is over $900 per month. They also have options where you can put as low as 5% down on multiple investment properties with no PMI. Rent to Retirement is the nation's leading turnkey investment company that understands what it takes to be successful in today's dynamic real estate market. Their reputation speaks for itself with more five-star reviews than any other company on the Bigger Pockets website. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest with confidence in the markets that offer the best returns. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's rent. T-O, retirement.com or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. Rookies, 2024 is the year to start protecting your rental properties with an LLC, but you don't have to do all the paperwork and filing yourself. Corporate Direct is your professional and affordable option for getting your LLC done right. They handle the state filings, draft your operating agreement, and act as your registered agent. They'll even help you comply with the Corporate Transparency Act, a new federal disclosure law affecting every real estate investor. Corporate Direct is a family business founded by attorney, author, and rich dad advisor Garrett Sutton over 35 years ago. Now, his son Ted is a licensed attorney working with him. Together, they've helped thousands of real estate investors form and maintain their LLCs and protect their assets. If you're trying to build a real estate portfolio, do not skip the LLC. Head over to corporatedirect.com slash biggerpockets to schedule a free 15-minute consultation with an incorporating specialist. Mention Real Estate Rookie and get a $100 discount on your formation. That's corporatedirect.com slash biggerpockets. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that I turned one of my first homes into an Airbnb? It's true. And it even helped me get the extra income I needed to launch my real estate career. So if you want to try your hand at making even more income with your property, Airbnb is the place to be. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So this message came from uh, Scott Morris and his Instagram handle is hotdads1. So hotdads1. And uh, he said, hey, Tony, I'm a huge fan of what you and Sarah, my wife, uh, what you and Sarah are doing in the short-term rental space. I'm having trouble wrapping my head around the prices in the Smoky Mountains and how can those properties even be profitable at the current market value? Am I looking at things the wrong way? And does the price not make that big of a difference in strong markets like Tennessee? I'm just trying to figure out if this is just a mindset shift that needs to happen or if I should be looking in different markets. So Scott, great question. And I think it's it's really part of a bigger question around should you continue to buy in a market where things are appreciating quickly, right? Where prices are rising relatively quickly. Things are heating up in the Smoky Mountains. We bought our first cabin there a year ago, 
for five ninety. That same cabin today will probably sell between eight, maybe even nine hundred thousand dollars. So crazy, crazy appreciation in the last year. But for us, we're not as concerned about the purchase price as we are about the overall cash flow that's being generated, right? Like what's our actual revenue on that property and what are the profits in the cash on cash return? And for us, as long as we're still able to hit the numbers that we want on those cabins in terms of revenue, in terms of cash on cash return, then even if they get up to a million dollars, right, then maybe it still makes sense for us to buy. And people always say, hey, you know, maybe you don't want to buy at the top of the market, right? Because what happens if prices swing again or, or home values decrease? And my thought process on that is even if my home value goes down a little bit, right? Say today it's worth $800,000. I buy it and it's worth $800,000. If 12 months in, the value drops down to $700,000. As long as that price decrease isn't tied to some bigger financial distress in the economy where people are no longer traveling, if people are still traveling and I'm still making my money on a monthly basis, then the actual value of the home in the short term isn't super important to me, right? Because I can confidently say that if I hold this property for 30 years, I'm probably going to make money on it from an equity standpoint, right? But for me, as long as there are people that are traveling to this market, as long as people are still booking this on Airbnb, as long as we're still generating revenue, then for me, even if we're buying at the top of the market, it doesn't matter a whole lot. So I don't know. That, that's my thoughts, Ash. What are your thoughts on buying and appreciating kind of expensive markets? Well, Tony, are you seeing a correlation in the Smoky Mountains when you're purchasing as the prices increase? You're seeing that your daily rate is increasing too? We are, but it's kind of a weird situation we're in because we first started this cabin in 2020, right? In like COVID time. So there's just less people traveling in general. Summer 2021 has been reported as like one of the busiest vacation summers ever. So I think that's playing a lot into it. But I probably, if this was like a regular market, I would assume that even if the prices are going up on a purchase price, you're probably not going to see a direct correlation in your average daily rates, right? So you got to balance those out a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I was just reading an article the other day about how much rents are increasing across the US and housing prices are going up. So rents are increasing. And then also the eviction moratorium. So landlords are trying to be extra cautious by charging more up front in case they don't have to do an eviction. So I was just wondering if you were kind of seeing that in the short-term rental market too. But as far as investing in a, a hot market, I invest in really small rural towns, don't see a ton of appreciation, <laughs> but I think that a way to get into a hot market is to find creative ways to purchase property. And like Tony said, make sure the numbers still make sense and you can make the deal work. Last week, I think it was last week, we had uh, Nick Coolion who is buying in Denver, Colorado, super hot market, but he's making it work and being profitable off of it. So there are definitely ways you can do it. So I'll give you an example. In South Buffalo, I bought a property in 2017, right when that area was starting to get hot. I got in a really good time. I bought it with a 20% down uh, conventional 30-year loan. Well, fast forward two years later, still looking at properties in those areas and the, just the prices have increased so much and gotten outrageous that for me to come and bring a cash offer or a 20% down offer as an investor, it just did not make sense. So what I did was I partnered with my sister 
who did not have a house and was eligible for an FHA loan. So she only had to put up, she put down 5% on the property and we were able to buy a property with only 5% down instead of me going and doing 20% down. And how we did that was she went and got the mortgage. I'm not on the mortgage at all. I'm just on the deed. And I wrote a gift letter to her that I'm gifting her the down payment funds. So the benefit to me was I'm owning 50% of this property for only uh, 5% of what it was worth at the time of purchasing. And then my sister, she gets to house hack it. She pays, I think, $45 a month towards her mortgage payment. And then the tenants are paying the rest of the mortgage, the insurance and property taxes. Not seeing any cash flow right now, but it's a long-term play for me. This property is building tons of equity. When my sister moves out, I'll get some of the cash flow. If we decide to sell it, I'll get 50% of the equity in it. So you have to get creative, I think is really the way to, if you want to get into these hot markets, get into creative ways that you can purchase these properties to make the numbers work instead of dumping a ton of cash into them or just relying on equity only too. You don't want to do that either. I love the idea of getting creative, right? Like that's the best way to find success as a real estate investor. I think the only other thing I'd add, Ashley, is that like say that you're looking at an expensive market and you you, you look at this property, you run your numbers and you're like, okay, I'm happy with this. But then you see, man, this same property sold for $300,000 less two years ago. The fact that it sold for $300,000 less two years ago doesn't change the fact that it's still a good deal today, right? It just means that three years ago, it was a really, really good deal, right? But it could still be a good deal today. So I think that's other, like the other thing that people see is they're like, man, this house sold for way less 12 months, 24 months ago. It can't be a good deal. But it's like, if you run the numbers today based on the purchase price today and it still meets your criteria, then it's a good deal. It doesn't matter what the price was in the past. That is such a great point. I think a lot of people will look at houses that are flipped too and be, oh my God, six months ago, they bought this for 100000 and now they're trying to sell it for 250000 Wow, we should have gotten it back then. Okay, we'll try and do a rehab. <laughs> But you're right. Just because, you know, it sold cheaper before doesn't mean that it's a bad deal now. It probably actually is a bad deal if it's selling for less than what it sold for two years ago. (laughs) But there's something really wrong (laughs) with it. People are trying to unload it and not even get their money back. They want out of it so bad. Well, Hot Dads one. hope we answered your question. I hope that gives you some value. Uh, Real Estate Rookies, hope you guys get that too. I know it's super crazy out here in 2021 and um, it can feel that sometimes finding a good deal is impossible. But like Ashley said, some creativity, um, a little bit of patience, it'll go a long way for you. Yeah, you didn't tell me that was his Instagram handle before he started. I mean, he's going to get blown up now. Everybody checking out who the hot dad is. (laughs) 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 Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Ashley at Wealth from Rentals and he's Tony at Tony J. Robinson on Instagram. And we will be back on Wednesday with another episode with an investor to hear their story. Thank you guys so much for joining. And if you love the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening on. We would really appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Getting started in real estate can be daunting. There's so much to know, obstacles to overcome, lessons to learn, and risks to avoid. It can all be so overwhelming. 
If you're feeling motivated to invest, but too overwhelmed to take action, here's some advice. Take it one step at a time. And here's some good news for you. The Rookie Bootcamp is starting on May 20th, and Tyler and Ashley will be guiding you through each and every step until you're the proud, confident owner of your first investment property. Through eight action-packed weeks, they'll guide you step-by-step through those first questions, decisions, and obstacles that every beginner investor must overcome. So if you're serious about becoming an investor this year, head to biggerpockets.com step and join us in the Rookie Bootcamp. See you there. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all host and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. Bigger Pockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.